Welcome back to the Weasel Guys. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Weasel. Mike, how are you? Hey dude, how's it going? Good bro, how are you? How are you? Well, we can't even do a proper intro. Can't even do a proper intro by some artificial intelligence that's upset by how we misrepresented them. Like we were like just talking and then we got too too into thinking about how what like how we should do the intro and it just came off really insincere. How are you? Mikin? Mikin? How are you? Mikin? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh there we are. You're back, buddy. Another week, another weasel. Wacky, wavy, inflatable arm man. Wacky, wavy, inflatable arm man. Come on down to Wacky, wavy, inflatable arm man depot. We've got wacky, wavy, inflatable arm men for sale today. Don't miss your chance to get a wacky, wavy, inflatable arm man. That was pretty good, man. Good Thanks. tongue twister, that one. Thanks, man. It's one of those things that you do like to... Um, what was it? Like uh, you... You practice warm up the tongue. Yeah, your tonsils, your tonsils and your tongue to so you can properly enunciate words. Also flow. It's like uh actors, they pretend that they're a tree before they go out on stage. That's what I always did before I went on stage in high school. I would imagine I'm a mahogany tree with deep roots. Wait. Wait, how many were you a tree in the play? No. That you were spinning in? No, no, no. It's just to get myself into a mindset. Strong, wise, deep mindset of a tree. Oh, that's interesting. I never I never participated in any kind of school play or anything. Like like they didn't have that in the hood mm. particularly. <laughs> but you were you were kind of gay, right? Still am. And you did a lot of that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah no um yeah i was one of the i was a weird kid man i uh did i did band and i played a lot of different instruments in band i did drama i never did choir but I did drama um and then i was in football and soccer and i did wrestling and i did track and field um and then i also oh, wow. would, i would also go on mission trips in the summertime so i was constantly leaving i was constantly busy doing stuff I barely was at home. It was awesome. I was a very active, active teenager. Yeah, it's an interesting life. Mm. Yeah. What were some of your top roles on the stage, dude, that um, you would first be a tree? Dude, you know, and it's, then... it's funny. Like, so um, there was this one play we did where I was a mechanic in this small town, right? And I had a mullet and I just fucking, yeah, it was like, you know, small town. Sure. Yeah. yeah very re- realistic and um, didn't have to do much acting for it. But in the play, <laughs> there's two characters that are getting married. And so I'm the one that goes to become the ordained minister and I get it through Popular Mechanics magazine. Right? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the play, my character gets ordained through. So, so one of his things is at the end when he's like, by the power vested in me, uh, handed down to me by popular mechanics, 
I now pronounce you husband and wife or something like that. I can't remember the exact Popular one. Mechanics Magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because now I'm ordained to formally wed you and your missus. Um, and I did that in five minutes through a website that's like not any kind of religion whatsoever. No, dude, the Universal Church of Life. Yeah. Uh, by the way, dude, I don't think I don't think I formally recognize you to fatherhood. Oh uh, no! Welcome, thank you, dude. Dad. Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you... am also recognized as a minister, or sorry, a reverend of the Church of Life. An so ordained? I also have the power to wed an ordained reverend of the ministry. That's of correct. Life. Yeah, Universal Church Ministry of Life. I like it, man. I think it's um It's a pretty cool concept, right? Well, yeah, I don't know why the like marriage has to be secular or non secular, right? I don't know why it has to be within some the scope of some specific religion, why they get should be able to hold the keys to, you know, your union with somebody else. I personally I don't even think like the union should be that big of a deal. And Places like Australia, you know, you don't even have the same things like with taxes and stuff that you do in the States when you get married, right? Because if you live with somebody for six months, you're legally considered a de facto relationship anyway. And so your taxes change automatically. Six months, dude? How the fuck do they keep track of that shit? Households. Because you have to, um, you know, you have to... Uh, like if you're renting a place together, like like me and Kiralee, we had to apply for. I don't think we had to apply for it separately because I was already in a de facto relationship with her legally. Um, but yeah, if you yeah, so you have to put both people down on like a rental, um, and then that goes to like the tax the tax agency or the ATO, and then like um, same thing like if you're married, right? So uh, because Kiralee had to change her name to my last name, um, then the government obviously is able to track all that because it has to be on a driver's license and, and all that stuff. So yeah, I don't know. It's, um, yeah. Huh. Um, same with mail. Like if the post office recognizes that you're getting mail at an address for a certain amount as like yeah. a residence, then you, you know, you but know. in the States, in the States, it's like, I think it's like seven years you have to be, mm. In the same household, six months. Mm. You could fucking be a roommate with somebody, and then you're married to them. It's just for tax purposes. So, like, this household has this number of wages in it, right? So, like, if like you're living with a roommate, then I think technically you guys become like a de facto relationship in tax, so that they know that that household has to. It's like so. So, like, say. You and I are roommates, right? And we lived together for six months. We've been months. roommates before, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've done that once, you know, once, twice. Uh -huh. not, not long enough. Um, but you, so so like say, you know, we're roommates, right? And um, you decide you want to quit your job and go to school. Okay. So you have to... That, so, like, you can go apply for a student pension. So you can get money from the government while you go to school and while you do your placement so that so, – because you're not working as much. So it's kind of to offset the cost. It's not very much. It doesn't hardly help at all. But um, it helps offset the cost of living while you're going to school. But because we live in the same household then, 
we would have to claim my income as part of your claim for that for that student payment. So then if I'm making a certain amount of money, you either get less or nothing at all. So it, it sounds like it's it's almost a more efficient system more th- for tracking yeah like your population. Yeah, it's more efficient for that for sure. Um, and it probably a little bit saves more them. intrusive though. It's very intrusive. It? Yeah, very intrusive. And it's it's kind of dodgy as well like um, so like me and Kira Lee, we had when we were budgeting out for her to go to school um typically she would have got like when I was working at the nursery and she was going to school, she would get six or $700 a fortnight to help offset her, her bills and things. It's not that much, right? A fortnight? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, and I was making, fuck I was making, actually just, uses that term. They use it here. Yeah. Every two weeks. It's a fortnight. Yeah. I mean, here. I know literally, that, literally, is that a popular this is, term this is one of those things that where the United States is one of the few people that don't use it. Right, it, it, literally almost uh, everywhere in the world else they use Fortnite terms. Yeah, whatever. Bi monthly, bunch of sexual. Weirdos. I disagree. <laughs> yeah, disagree? they're just like fucking calendars. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, those. What are you so drinking, good. buddy? That's nice. Oh, so I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking a girly drink, dude. I'm gr- drinking Gordon's premium pink gin and soda. Mm. Oh, pre pre bottled all together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. I didn't have to do anything. I just put it on some ice. It's really nice. Perfect. And yourself? Perfect. I'm uh, I'm having I'm having a mimosa, dude. Mm. I uh, I was telling you earlier. I, I I even I went to the store with getting mimosa in mind. Mm. Uh, don't know why. It just sounded really good and. And then I got home from Target and I was pulling into my, my apartment complex and I said, oh, fuck, I didn't get my Champagna. Mm. And I, I turned the fuck around, dude, to have this treat that we have right now. So okay. I'm, I'm enjoying my mimosas. I'm definitely going to smash this bottle during this conversation. Mm. I've, I've predetermined. Excellent. Excellent. We'll get yeah. to see one bottle. One bottle, Jonah. Haven't seen one bottle Jonah, in many years, many moons. I think, I think we're at uh, one third of a bottle, Jonah, right now. I'll keep you updated periodically through the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Let us know. I wish we could do like a green screen where we have like this little bottle that's like we can just tick tag out like an animated, oh, yeah. an animated bottle that would be fucking sick. I don't think either of us are smart yeah. enough to figure that one out, though. Did it? Um, Yikes! Did your did, did your decision to have mimosas have anything to do with like your dream last night that you were going to tell me about? Is that what? Well, it was? that is something. No, 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 no. Uh, that is something that I want to get into uh, for sure. My my reason for mimosas, dude. You know, uh, it, it was actually during my run today. So uh, um. I think I'm talking about that nauseum now, but. Uh, I just I signed up for that half marathon, and today I ran the farthest I've ever fucking ran in a very long time, six miles, dude. Put them down. Yeah. Six miles. Put it, drank last night. Oh really? Oof. Not not a lot, but enough to definitely feel it this morning. 
Big oops. Drank last night, stayed up late. Oh. Stayed up late, had a weird dream. Very odd, very long dream, which I will get into momentarily. Mm. Like, so I didn't, I didn't sleep that good. Still, I was like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. I don't care. Time to go, time to go run, dude. I got six miles, and I'm going to knock out six fucking miles today. <laughs> Uh, and that's what I did, man. And then pretty much the entire time during that run, I, I was saying about a lot of different things, but a recurring theme was uh, what I wanted to drink during the podcast mm. to reward myself for running the six miles. So uh, here we are, dude. I decided on mimosas. Mimosas. You can't have a mimosa without me. Mm. Oh, that's sweet, dude. That's almost romantic. It is almost romantic. Until you realize that most is just cheap champagne and orange juice. Ah, but not cheap, dude. dude. $17. <laughs> that shit dank, <laughs> son. <laughs> $17, not from Champagne, France. Uh, nah. From uh, California. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so my dream. Um, let me backtrack a bit to what I was watching last night that prepped me to have this dream. So my bunny that I've been talking, uh, I, I was talking with, was like, dude, I like, there's a series on Netflix that you should watch. Uh, it's called cyberpunk edge runners. Oh, are, are you familiar yeah, with? Yeah. 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 Cause I played the cyberpunk game quite a bit. I don't know if you did. See, as well. and no, no, no. I never played the game. Oh, right. Yeah. I heard it's a pretty good show, I mean, but I haven't, I haven't looked into it much. Uh, I don't want to spoil the show. Um, so I will say that overall, I didn't like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it did. Prep- it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. A lot of really interesting ideas. Um, it kind of sounds like the yeah, game, I dude. Like, <laughs> I don't. It sounds just like the game, bro. Pretty cool I idea. I don't know how to not Execution. spoil the show. Uh, Execution was shot. It, I'll just say that, like the the plot of the show didn't go the way that I wanted to, which is almost an artist move let me in a way see, which I respect. Let me see if I can guess what the plot is based off of what I know about the game and the names in the title, right? So it's Edge Runners, right? Yeah. So it's about a dude, and I'm assuming he doesn't have any modifications. He doesn't have any body modifications yet, or very minimal. Uh, when so it's a ten episode, like twenty five minute animated series. Yeah. Uh, and I watched all ten episodes last night, starting at like nine thirty. Oh wow! So you just watched the whole thing clean through. I just binged the whole thing clean through. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and when it begins, uh, no. Okay. So he doesn't have any body modifications and then he somehow gets teamed up with a group of criminals, cyber criminals. And what they do is they go into the internet, the, the, the version of the internet that still exists. Right. And they try to, I'm assuming they either steal money or information from, Large, large corporations that are probably different, a little bit different from in the game, maybe. I, I can't remember what they are. Um, and Might be then, the same fucking organizations. I don't know. Probably is. Uh, and then is there something to do with, like, the firewall? But it's, like, this massive barrier within the internet that nobody can go through and people have gotten lost on the other side of? 
Uh, you lost me on the last part, but you nailed it up until that part. Yeah, righto. Okay, interesting. You nailed, yeah, you nailed it up until the firewall. Okay. Um, they might, they might have left that bit out then. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 from what I understand, and I once again, I never played the game. It does make me want to play the game, which makes me want to break out my PlayStation again. Oh no, not which good. makes me want to neglect all of my other. Um. <laughs> you know, goals in life. Yeah. Uh, just want to throw those to the fucking side for, you know, the next three weeks or so. Um, I'm not going to do that yet. If only there was Maybe a way for you to like have some kind of discipline to the point where you can schedule yourself like two hours to play the PlayStation once a week and only keep it at that. Very, That'd be great. Very difficult. Not possible. But that's not that's not what I have, dude. No. So I have to treat myself like a child. I tr- I treat I choose to treat myself like a baby, and box away my joy. Yeah. For because I'm because I'm addicted to it. Right. You're a, you're a video game addict. Yeah, I will literally forget to eat, like because I'll get too caught up in a video game and I start doing fucking side quested. Yeah. I'm a slut for side quests, oh, yeah. um, but I digress. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but if it's anything like the video game, it's extremely violent. Yeah. Like graphically violent. Yeah. People getting ripped in half. They've got the the knife arms, right? The scythe arms. They've got like yeah, the that's fucking, a thing. Um, there's people with the fist ones. Did they have the filament wire uh-huh. where they cut people's heads off with? Sure did. Yeah, that one. Um, what was the other one? Were they hacking each other's brains and making each shit like people go crazy, like uh, cyber psychos? Uh, they did have the cyber psycho element to it, mm. um, but a little bit different from the game. What I understand, okay. uh, they didn't have hacking brains. It did have like short circuiting people. Mm. Yeah, which was interesting. Um, but yeah, so that's all to say that uh, ridiculously that fucking violent. Right. <laughs> like, I don't even know how many people I saw get ripped apart, like in various manners. <laughs> yeah. As I binge watch these ten episodes. Um. But overall, just not and that then, good. So, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me. It was good. Just for me personally, I wanted something different. Oh, gotcha. Like, okay. But as far as what the artist was trying to capture and make me feel, nailed it. I, I bet he, I bet he nailed it. Yeah. Uncomfortable so, <laughs> and weird and upset about the outcome. Probably exactly what he wanted. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it came up to. Uh, I hope that doesn't spoil too much of it, but. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then I promptly around one a.m. I went to sleep, which I dude, I'm a nine thirty tops kind of guy for for starters. Mm. Most days, including weekends, I'm in bed by nine thirty yeah. tops. <laughs> so now I'm at one a.m. I didn't shower yesterday. You know, I'm like laying in bed. I'm like, do you ever have that where you just? You have like the filth of like, like I didn't work out, so like I wasn't that dirty, mm. but like I still had like the filth of the day on me. Yeah, you know, I didn't really 
do much, but like still, I was laying in my bed that was like uncomfortably warm. I've been drinking a bit. Mm. Yeah, over ate at Chick Fil A. Yeah, Binge watched yeah. ten episodes of a show. A little bit bloaty. It's a little now bit one sweaty, A little bit fucking. A little bit drunk. Probably a little bit stoned. Certainly, yeah. certainly. I paused like after episode like four and a half. I I paused it and jerked off. Mm. Record time. Yeah, right. Washed myself up, press play again. Damn. So the only shower you had, or remnant of a shower, was cleaning your your dick off and your and your hand. Yeah, dude. I put my I put my uh, <laughs> dick in a bird bath. That was the only <laughs> yeah cleanliness that I received yesterday. Excellent. Yeah. So you <laughs> so you've got you've got the cheese sweats. You've got the fucking carb dreams coming. Fucking what happened when you when you delved into this dream space that you went to at one AM? Thank you for asking, Mike, and I was getting a bit carried away describing the setting. No, you have to know. You gotta know, dude. You gotta know, bro. That's very important. So this is weird as fuck. Uh, I will preface. Um We don't have to change I don't think we have to change any of the names because it's just a dream either. So just fucking let that oh, flow. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not, not not. Uh, so we have a buddy named Lothian. Uh, that's his last name, by the way. But uh, a good buddy of ours from Japan. Uh, we spent two years together with in Okinawa. I never, I mean, like, he's coming to my wedding, but, and like, I saw him at Cody's wedding, but not a regular person that I think of on the daily by any, by any stretch of the imagination. Hmm. And for some reason, we, we get into this dream world and you know about dream worlds, how they're all kind of fuzzy and don't completely make sense. And then you can't fully recall the details, but I'm going to try my best. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a circumstance at which me and Lothian are like at, at this house and Something happens, like somebody else shows up, kills him. Oh. Like brutal murder. Absolutely brutal murder yeah. happens. He's dead, dead and fucked. Uh, and then run, like runs off. And then I'm kind of like, I'm in shock. Cause I mean, cause yeah, I'm in dream world, but like, I don't recognize that I'm in dream world. <laughs> so I like, I'm like panicking in dream world. And, uh, it, the facts of like, if someone would have walked in, they would have thought that I would have committed this, this grotesque murderer of my friend. Yeah. And I was like, Oh fuck. I need, I need to cover this. Like, like I need to get rid of his body. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the only way that I'm going to be able to live my fucking life. You know, is I need to get rid of this dude's fucking body, mm. and uh, me having a little bit of construction experience, I think I decide to just in this random house, I tear up the floor, I tear up like a bit of the floor, like underneath the couch. Yeah, I I like chip out the concrete i don't know it, this is a very lengthy process in real life but i somehow through my uh uh emotional state i 
I just like dig through, like get get this concrete up, and I dig into the ground, and I put I put Lothian up. I, I wrap him up like a mummy. I slam him in the ground, very shallow. Uh, and then I like, I don't even think I recovered him with concrete, which would have been the smart move. Oh, you just put the floor back, back on the. Uh... I just, I just like not that deep down. Like put the dirt back in, put Lothian in, put the dirt back in. It covered it back up. Just laid the fucking carpet on top of it, and then moved the couch back over it. Wow! And then this also wasn't my house, so oh. I was like, "Fuck!" And I just leave. I just leave, dude. I just like, oh, someone else's house. Like I don't know. And and then like there's a time lapse in the dream and like, like six months goes by and I, and I'm like, sh- I'm like, obviously my friend got murdered. I think I'm going to get blamed for it. People know he's missing at this point, you know? Mm. And then I'm like, fuck, like I did, I did a bad job <laughs> covering up <laughs> that body. Yeah. I'm like, it's definitely going to come back and like to get me. And then like, I'm like visiting the house, like, Hey, just, just, you know, like, I like befriend the homeowners enough to like grant access to the home to where I'm like trying to like re like bury him better. Like, I don't, like I'm like stuffing newspaper in the, the crevice of where the, con- like the concrete divots. Yeah. And I, I'm dude. And in my dream, this is all totally real to me, by the way, in dream world, hmm. I'm so fucking stressed. I'm like trying to stuff shit in there, like while the homeowner's like taking a nap or something. And I'm like, they could wake up at any fucking moment. You're like lifting the couch with them on the couch and fucking like <laughs> shoving newspaper <laughs> down in there. Right. Oh, wow. But yeah, dude, just this like incredibly stressful dream of which uh, a friend of mine was killed. Mm. And then I proceed to uh, cover up yeah. his murder for fear of being framed. Wow. Did you ever find out who it was that killed him? Was that not even? Nah. Wow. No, nah, that wasn't part of it. That's really that, that was it, dude. Wow. I, just, I was just super fucking stressed out. And then eventually I woke up like the middle of the night and I was like, oh, oh my God, I'm so <laughs> glad that was a dream. <laughs> You know, do you ever have those? Like, if you like cheat on your girl or something, you yeah. know, you wake up and, you're, and you just like you feel so fucking guilty, and you're like, "Oh my god, like this is the worst." Oh, it was a and then you wake up and you're like, "Oh, thank God that didn't happen." Uh, I've had that where like I've had a dream once where I was in a hot dog eating contest, and um, the hot dogs never ended. And, like, I was winning, I'd be winning, I'd be winning, and then I'd look down at the pile, and then all the piles would be the same again, so I just kept going. And I started making myself feel real sick, and then I puked on the... Are you serious? I had a dream about this, and then I had a dream that I, in the dream, I puked on the judge's face, and I felt really bad about it. And then then I woke up and had that exact moment that you're talking about, where I'm just like... That is not the same as killing a it friend of yours. It was stressful, dude. Can you imagine a never-ending <laughs> pile of hot dogs? Dude, that's scary, bro. That shit's scary, man. Yeah, so... Uh, it's very strange how 
the I don't dream, think it's the, same. the dream affects your stress in like the awake space as well. Because when you woke up, there's still that moment of like fuck, fuck, oh, uh, oh, oh, it's a dream. Everything's okay. I'm gonna text him. I'm gonna text him and apologize. <laughs> hey, dude, dude sorry for, for killing you in my dream last night. No, I mean, I didn't kill him. I want the record to show that in, I didn't kill him, mm-hmm. but I would have certainly gotten blamed for it for some reason. What if you were um, like able to go into hypnoti- a hypnotic state and then go back into your dream? What would you do if like you went back in, saw the person that killed him, and it turned out to be like bizarro Jonah? He's wearing like uh, mascara, his hat forward, fucking... Nah, he's still got, he's still got a ponytail. <laughs> yeah, still got a man bun. He's a, a shitty looking a man shitty bun. bun. He's a mess. I bet he still fucks though. Well, yeah, probably. It doesn't matter how yeah. ugly you are Come or on. mean, as long as you're funny. He's funny. Yeah, yeah he's funny. <laughs> I bet he's funny. Still fucks. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I think that I. Um. I would do the exact same thing. Maybe I'd get actual concrete. Mm. Do the job a little bit yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would just do the job better. I'd be like, oh fuck. All right. Uh you know what? Let's let's get a saw. Mm. Let's make these clean lines, dude. And then fucking <laughs> really get a trowel, smooth this concrete out nicely. <laughs> Screed it a little bit, maybe give it like the fan so you can roughen it up so it matches the other concrete. Yeah, nice. No, yeah. 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 Yeah, like yeah, like the dream had like uh telltale heart vibes. You know, do you do you remember that poem by or uh I think it's a poem by Edgar Allan Poe where he's like he like kills somebody and like hides him in the wall. Oh, and then like he swears yeah. he can hear the fucking heartbeat. Do, do, like do, that's do, that's do, the do. kind of like insanity like we're like I, I, I had to go back to the house and fucking like like redo you know my my hide job yeah it kind of reminds me of the the cask of amontillado amontillado i think that's what it's called um that was that that's was, a great one yeah that's a good hold, hold that one. hold that thought one second dude i'm gonna go close my patio door i'll be right back okay dude resume it reminds me of that story the cask of amontillado have you read that one you would have read that one uh, I think that's the one, let me try to get the plot of this and you can correct me. Hmm. Um, it's it based in Carnival, I believe, I think which is something like, an, like that. It's like yeah. an Italian thing. I don't know. Hmm. Um, but essentially they have the, these catacombs underneath the city. Is that ringing a bell? Um, I think you're. I think you might be mixing it up with something else. Um, but go on. I'm. You know what? Go I'm on. gonna keep going. Yeah, go on. So, uh, uh, and it, and there's like this feud between these two local artists of some kind, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, this guy just is, is like pretending to be nice. Uh, and like and like gets his rival like super fucked up. He yeah. just gets him like drunk as fuck, and he's like, he's like, dude, I got, I got more wine down in the catacombs, hmm. 
And he's like, fuck yeah, man. I'm like, let's go get the fucking wine. He's like, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, let's go. And uh, and then he like takes him down. He just keeps going. They, they, they keep going and going and going like farther down the catacombs. And the guy's like, man, like this is getting pretty sketch. Like, are you sure about this wine? He's like, yeah, it's right around the other. It's right around this corner. Like, I, I swear. Mm-hmm. And he just keeps reassuring him that way. Uh, and then eventually they get to the section of the catacombs and I want to say through some means of trickery, uh, he gets this guy, his, his like rival that's like super drunk and fucked up into this area and like incapacitates him in some sport. Maybe he's just fucked up. I don't know. Um, and then just starts calmly. Yeah. Fucking breaks out mortar and brick, dude, and just starts fucking walling up brick by brick this fucking closet. This guy's like, dude, what the fuck, man? Like, what, like, come on, man. Like, you cut it out. Yeah, because he He's was like, awake the whole not time. Not saying a word. Yeah, he was awake the whole time. Not saying him. a word, oh. dude. Just fucking putting bricks all the way up, and he just he just essentially buries a guy alive inside of these catacombs. I read that in school. Like yeah. it, that's kind of fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah. I read it in school as well. <laughs> Fucking sketchy story, man. I think you're right. Uh, you're pretty much right about all of it. I might be mistaken. I didn't realize. I didn't think it was catacombs. I thought it was um, the dude's cellar under his house, but I could be wrong. Probably. I yeah. want to say it has something to do with carnival mm. as well. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's what it was because there was. There was something about the wine, right? That's why it's called the cask of Amontillado, because there was a specific wine that they got that he got to trick him or got him drunk on. I can't remember, but yeah, that story. It's one of those. It's one of those ones that like it instills a weird kind of a weird kind of feeling, you know? Because there's no good guy in that story. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just dark, you know. Yeah, it's just dark, dude. It, just dark. I think it serves as kind of a reminder that there, like, there doesn't always have to be a good guy no. around. Like, you can just have a fucking shithole of a situation. I think more often than not, there's not any good guys around. I think that's yeah more real. A lot of times realistic. you get a lot of shitholes. Yeah, I don't know. I. <laughs> I tend to believe the opposite, but I, I think purely out of optimism. Mm. I'm not sure what the real numbers are on like when people come across fucked up situations, how they respond. Mm. Yeah, it's it has to do, I think, with what you personally have to believe to continue to exist, right? Like... And maybe we can talk about this on the brooch, but um, I think every person has a certain level of, of things that they have to believe in and maintain faith in to continue to exist, right? For religious people, it's like they have to hold on to that religion and its values so that they feel like what they're doing matters. Some people have to believe to a certain extent that the government is out to look to look there to look out for them, right? even though the evidence kind of goes to show that it's probably not, but there's a certain level of belief that people have in the government to maintain their ability to exist in that society, 
right? Because if you just believe, if you just believe that the government's not there to help you at all, you become really pessimistic about it, and you start distrusting everything that everybody says. It makes it very difficult to go through a day to day at a job socially. Yeah, there'd be a a populist uprising. Yeah, exactly. Which is happening easy, all over the easy. world, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, dude, I, I, I hear what you're saying, uh, but for the most part, dude, I, I think I really do fall in line that most, most people want to do good and feel good mm. about things, and. By that, like, that's kind of the hope of the species that, like, it feels nice to to help out somebody, mm. you know, like, it feels good to, you know, just pay a compliment to somebody at the end of the day. Well, you feel good when you do those things. <laughs> well, that's because I have my shit together, right. you know, for the, <laughs> for the most part. I know a lot of people, I've met a lot of people in my life, not many of them have their You're shit right. together. That's not to say that, like, I don't disagree with you, but I, I fully, ad like, I'll admit that I, I kind of fall towards the other side. And this is only just because my experiences with people are different from your experiences with people are different from our partner's experiences with people. Because, like, our partners have had vastly different life experience. Um, just well, yeah, based and off of, I, our, I mean, go on. I was just going to say, just based off of geography and social standing or where they fit on like the what's it called we said it i can't ever remember what it's called um let's just call it a financial tier you could say um or like you know because because like is it done is that it uh it's all in the glass at this right point. Uh, so the bottle's it, empty the, the glass is full the bottle's empty the glass is full for the yeah. record good 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 um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I think that, um, I think that you're right. There's a lot of people do feel good about doing good things. I know a lot of people that feel good about doing bad things like Brett Favre, for example. Um, he a seamless <laughs> transition. Um, for, dude, for dude, those of you, dude, we're doing hard transitions now. You don't dude, have to. You don't have to seamless transition. I wasn't trying to seamlessly trans transition. It just kind of happened that way. Um, but it still sounded okay. pretty hard, dude. Uh, tell so us about Brett dude. Favre, please. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you guys about Brett Favre because this dude is a piece of shit. All right. Yeah, now, according to you. according to this NPR article that I read. Um, so, and this is all based out of Mississippi, which, according to NPR, is one of the poorest states in the country. Um, but right now, there is mm -hmm. a civil lawsuit against Brett Favre and three other people, um, and they're trying to recover over $20 million of misspent welfare money, right? Um, so, all this money that came out of the welfare program was given to Brett Favre and a nonprofit that was run by two others, a woman and her son. And what they did was they took the money and they used it to build an indoor volleyball court and training area for a university in Mississippi. I can't remember which university, but um, yeah, one of the universities. 
I think it was the university that he attended and his daughter now attends. Right. And she plays volleyball. Um, so it was yeah, basically so, her trying to build or him trying to build a volleyball court for his daughter using Mississippi's welfare money. Right. And did it, was he successful? Well, they built the arena. Yeah, they built it. Um, he was successful. Oh, fuck. Yeah, okay. so he was successful in building it. The only reason it came to light is because he was, at, he actually went back to the same governor of the, at the time. Uh, what was his name? Uh, I didn't write it down. Um, the governor of the time, uh, he went back to him to get more money so he could build a football training camp for the same university. Um, Cause I think he oh, was, so he, so he totally got away with it. Yeah. He got away with it the first time. Yeah. Oh man. Mm. Yeah. That's pretty fucked. So yeah, that's the only reason he got caught. Um, some other notes that I have. Um, uh, where is it? So the former director of the Mississippi department of human services, has pleaded guilty and agreed to um, basically testify against others, right? Testify against everybody else, Snitch. Involved, which includes the governor Snitch. of the time, Brett Favre, and these two people that were running this nonprofit, who have also pleaded guilty and agreed to testify against others as well. And this is being talked as one of the biggest, um, <laughs> one of the biggest. Uh, Man, my brain is fucking fucked at the moment. Um, what is it when when government people um, steal money from the government themselves? Embezzlement. Embezzlement. It's one of the largest embezzlement cases in Mississippi, and I think one of the um, one of the biggest in the maybe one of the biggest in the United States. Which doesn't make any sense to me because I've heard about some embezzling going on when I was a kid, and that fucking. Shit seemed like it happened all the time, but uh, well, but correct me if I'm wrong, but this is taking welfare money from mm. the nation's poorest state. Yes, yes, and using it to build a volleyball court, right, at a university for your daughter, for your daughter. Yeah, and not only that, but the university itself probably has enough money to build its own fucking volleyball court. If you think about how much tuition is and how much money they get how from much, their sports and all that stuff. Hold on. How much did the volleyball court cost? Did you find that in your studies? It doesn't say. It just says what the total amount was, which was over $20 what million. What was the total dollars, amount? Over $20 million that they're trying to get back. He made well over that yeah like, he could have funded it himself well well that's exactly right and that's the crazy thing that i that i thought when i was reading the article the first time was why is he trying to embezzle money from the state right from a welfare program nonetheless to do it when he's because got well use, more than that dude <laughs> dude why use your money when you can use other people's money to do shit well yeah but see and then that's exactly right right so why you know and and that's and that's one of those cases where it's a, a guy that was originally thought to be a good one who's gone out of his way to take something from you know those in need and it, it just goes to show that the government's willing to misspend all sorts of funds anyway on anything i mean didn't the united states just give another like 20 odd billion to ukraine for the russian invasion and all that stuff no 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 we're not moving on to to war yet I, oh i didn't I mean to, that to was make. that wasn't an attempt to transition but what's your point well you, uh, dude, you tell I me you tell me your point. transition you tell me your point what's your uh point? 
I think what we have here is a situation of a good fucking dad. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this man was like, you know what, honey? You deserve the best, and mm-hmm. daddy's going to get you the best. Yeah. And I don't care who the fuck I have to crush. Mm-hmm. I have to fucking steamroll over to get you the best goddamn volleyball facility the taxpayers of Mississippi <laughs> can buy. Yeah. And I will do it for you because I love you. Right. I think this is a this is just a love letter to his daughter, dude. That that that's all I heard. I I would counter that with that goes against any kind of concept of teaching your child to work for the things that they have. Right? Cuz not only is he giving her what she wants, which I mean she probably doesn't even want it. She probably didn't even ask for a volleyball you know, facility to go. She's probably perfectly happy. I mean, if she did, how fucking spoiled do you have to be so, to ask? I think, you know, but if you... I think she came home one day and was like, Dad, it, it rained at volleyball practice today <laughs> and then it, totally, it ruined my dreams of becoming a collegiate volleyball star and eventually making my way to the Olympics. And he said, Okay. Yeah? Bet. And <laughs> <laughs> he got to work. Like a good dad would. Yeah. Right. And 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 gave his daughter whatever she wanted without teaching her to work for it at the behest of not even his own pocket, but millions of taxpayers' dollars. Smart. Yeah, real smart. Dude, all, all I'm hearing is a, a, is a sound, <laughs> savvy financial move, well, dude. Well, not that smart because part of the way they're getting him and the governor is because there's text between the two talking about it and laughing about how tight welfare money's kept. So they knew it was uh, they knew it was coming from that account as well. They weren't fucking trying to find right. it much. So not that Alright, give it to me straight. Yeah. How fucked is he? Personally, I think <laughs> I think he's kind of fucked, dude. He'll probably get away with it because yeah. he's rich. Um but the 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 prior governor I don't think he's going to get away with much he might do I don't know I'm I'm sure nobody'll really go down that hard they'll probably just pay the money back and that'll be okay Um but what it is doing is it's opening the doors for more investigations into how the government is mis- misspending um the funds based on a state to state level as well cuz it creates a precedent oh, doesn't it that's that's what U.S. laws all about is it's you have the Constitution, so you have to prove whatever this is, whether this thing, topic or conflict is constitutional or unconstitutional, right? And then all that's based off of precedents before it, so cases I think, come before. I think that was just already illegal, dude. Like I think taking money out of the welfare system was already <laughs> it probably illegal is probably stipulated before the precedent very, of this case. Very fine line, like fine, fine print. print. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. It's okay for the governor to just take the welfare money because um, orphans don't need them. You know, fuck them off. Um, I, I, I mean, like uh, that shit gets so complicated when you look at like. Mm. Have you ever have you ever read a law before? It's like. Like page, like thousands of pages yeah. of fucking like rules legalese. and stipulations. It, that's exactly yeah, what it it's is. Written it's written in legalese. like a different fucking language, dude. Even like you just yeah, read a paragraph, you, and you're like, "What the fuck does that say?" 
Yeah, to where if you want to make a law, you have to hire a guy to to speak legalese that that speaks and writes legalese, <laughs> and then I have to hire a guy that understands legalese to read it and make just, sure that they're just fucking... to read it and make sense of it. And then you have to hope that both of those dudes aren't working together to fucking pull yeah. the wool over your eyes. Um, that's what I'm saying, dude. Is like if me and you live in a society, you and I, dude, right. it's you and I on an island. Okay. We want to make a rule for that island, yeah. and you're like, okay, yeah, 100%, man. Let's make a rule. Uh, I'm gonna hire a guy to write the rules, though. <laughs> yeah. Different and I'm language. like, oh, okay, okay. Um, all right. So we're writing the rules in another language. I should probably get a guy then. Hmm. I can read the rules that we're writing for each other. Right. And then that's just like, we've created two middlemen Mm. as a way to present a rule. Right. And then not, not only do they have to write it and then read it, but then they also have to translate it to us so that we can understand it. And then debate about it. And then we debate about it. And we don't like, I don't like maybe what you wrote. Or you don't like what I had my guy write. And then we have to go back to them. Ask them to change it. And then when they do, we just have to assume that he's changing it to the thing that we said. And then we also have to assume that the guy who's translating it for you is translating it correctly. Right? Yeah, but that's the thing is that you could be a motherfucker, dude. I could be. You could be a real motherfucker. And you could be trying to put in a put in a, a little hieroglyphic in there mm. that that gets you an advantage over me. Yeah. And then if if fucking my guy misses it, dude. If my guy misses the in the thousands of pages of documents and or doesn't understand or interpret it the same way that your guy understood and interpreted it. Yeah. And wrote it. Well, now we have an issue. Exactly. On on our island. Exactly. You know? And this is what gets me about like laws, especially state laws, right? Because when you vote on vote on 34, vote yes on 34, vote no on 34, right? Fucking mm-hmm. the law started out as if I take coconuts from this side of the island, I've got to give you three of the five coconuts or two of the five coconuts, right? But now because we've got these two dudes writing thousands and reading thousands of pages of legalese, it doesn't just affect those coconuts, but now it affects the the water supply and the algae buildup on the stones around the water supply. Who's going to clean that? And then so like I give you the coconuts, but now I'm no longer to clean algae off the rock. So you have to do it, which you don't want to because now you're being overworked. So you have to hire somebody else. But whose coconuts are you going to use to pay for that guy? My coconuts, right? And then we've created a financial issue of the coconuts. A portion, yeah. Well, I agree. Yeah, we should. But that's what I mean. Like now, now you. So you vote yes on that motion or that that law or that Mm -hmm. whatever. You get the coconuts, but now we've created a new issue. But if we vote no, that issue is fine. That stays the same way it is. But now you don't get any fucking coconuts. So brings up a good question, Mike. And. Mm. If we just kill all the people that speak legalese and write legalese, <laughs> then we're good, right? No, no, we're not. Like, good. We just here's the. No, problem. I think we're good, man. No, 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 dude. Like we just we just make legalese a dead language. Like no one speaks Latin anymore. You know, mm. it's a dead language. So uh, I think at that point, 
we simplify the rules of the island. Hey, man. Um, <laughs> Don't touch my coconuts. Just, just, yeah, but you take those coconuts and I'll take these coconuts, yeah? Mm. Right. I agree. That's how we end every rule. 100%. 100%. We should, <laughs> that, like, like that's that's 100% going to work, I think. Better than what we've got now. The problem is we aren't in charge of the island. Ooh. Yeah, it's people that, in charge of the island. Well, people that didn't even grow up on the island. They grew up on a better island with lots Ooh. more food and lots more opportunities on their island. And now they're in charge of not just our island, but every island. And they can almost read like they can almost read those laws. And they've got enough coconuts to pay the people that read and write those laws lots of coconuts. So that when we find out what's in the laws we don't actually know what it is because we're getting told by these. So we just have to trust that those legalese motherfuckers are telling us the right information because we're paying them enough coconuts. Or, hear me out, dude. Uh, Violent revolution. I mean... Slashing (laughs) burns, taking coconuts. They're my coconuts now. (laughs) <laughs> fucking seizing coconuts at every turn, dude. Like I'm talking about brutal murder. Nope. Like, and I and like hiding them under couches, dude. That's the kind of shit that I'm into. What you're talking about is seizing the means of production of coconuts, and that's exactly what happened in Russia during the Russian <laughs> Revolution, and it worked out really badly for them. Um, yeah, here's that, here's that does ring I've a bell. A, I've got a question for you. In okay. regards to this, all right? And we might talk about it on the broach. But if there was a revolution, right, say in the United States, which fringe group would you rather have in charge after this? <laughs> all right. That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Well, do I, is it a multiple choice? Yeah, like, there's, can you can a... pick any fringe group you want, dude. I mean, say we go into a revolution and it just happens that the fucking transsexuals who solely use obnoxiously sized dildos Mm -hmm. win and they're in charge. You know, whoever you want, whatever fringe group. Okay. Whatever fringe group you want. I got my champions, dude. Okay. Uh, I'm going to select the emo kids (laughs) for my I want I want them running shit, dude. Like, uh. Pre two thousand seven emo kids or like modern e- emo kids because they're a little bit different. Definitely nowadays. not modern. Uh, no, no, no. I want like like two thousand ten emo kid, mm. like like a ridiculous amount of eyeliner, swooshy hair. Uh, that like going like raw XD, raw XD. <laughs> like <Rawr>. that's <laughs> that's who I want in charge. <laughs> Oh, like, I think that's the best case for a free and fair society. Okay. Okay. Where do they stand on, um, like, uh, <laughs> international policy? I don't know. They're just yelling a lot. Screaming. Screaming at the top of their lungs outside and during the fucking recess yeah. and shit. Fucking cunts. Yeah, they're just literally <laughs> like screaming. They're very pale. They don't go outside much, dude. So I think it'll be a pretty uh, what's Isol- that isolationist. Phrase? 
Yeah, you know, I think it'll be an isolationist kind of society. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, you're probably right. They try to meet with the world leaders and they're like all shy and stuff and they cover their mouths. They've got those fucking, yeah. the fucking fingerless gloves with cats on them. The Chester, uh, the... Yeah, fucking Naruto, like, coats <laughs> up to, like, past their nose. While Kunpai! Kunpai! They... <laughs> 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 Fuck. Oh. Um... Okay, right. let me give you a, uh... Let me give you a, uh... Ukrainian war update. Yeah, tell me. So, uh, for the listeners, well, uh, this is part of how we've reorganized the podcast into um, current events, in a way. Mike presents a current event. He chose Brett Favre. The cunt. Uh, I've chosen a current event, and I chose the Ukrainian war. And I'm going to give you my update on how it's going. Um... Good. Oh, righto. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's very subjective. Good for who, Jonah? Good. Good. If you're, uh, dude, I want to say, I want to say Ukraine's kind of doing pretty okay at this point because uh, they've they've launched this counteroffensive that's surprisingly effective. Mm. At like reclaiming some of this territory that Russia's taken from them. Yeah. The problem with that is uh, Russia, at any literal fucking moment, could uh, blow them off the map entirely mm-hmm. with nuclear weapons, um, which is a problem because uh, if they do that, going to be pretty unchill for the rest of the uh uh political environment this is a real argument for the emo kids yeah um but yeah so uh if they do that it, the odds of nuke of global nuclear war pretty high. are really fucking high as a matter of fact uh you know which could be the end of life as we know it mm. i mean every- know it Every day is the, the end of life as we know it. Well, but the existence of the human species is what I'm... I, I'm, I, I'm referring to a sea of, of human skulls. Mm, right. As far as the eye can see. Uh, that's the the future that uh, is, is very near... Po- like, more ever than has ever occurred in our lifetimes. Mm. It's happening right about now, dude. Well, on the bright side, at least the Jews will be okay. I think the Jews are gonna ma- are gonna make it through this one. Yeah, yeah, they lie. are. Dude. Maybe. Yeah, I think they might. <laughs> I think they might. They've got that. <laughs> they've got that Iron Dome. I'm not gonna say who paid for it, but they've got a nice Iron Dome <laughs> missile defense system around them, which will protect them from nukes and stuff like that. So nah, that's they're fucked cool. too, man. Nah, bro, dude, they're taking pa- uh, Palestine. They're taking it back. Taking it back to the whole from the Holy Land or to the Holy Land. I don't even know who that who owns that shit, but whatever. Um, who owns the, the land that's determined by invisible lines that we made up ourselves and put on maps? Have you ever looked at a, yeah, a but, Chinese map? Have you ever? But looked dude, at, at some like, point, 
at some point somebody wrote shit down a long time ago in a book that we should reference. Um, yeah. but the yeah, problem is right. that like there's there's a few different books mm. with a few different lines. So <laughs> yeah, a few different authors, a few different uh, yikes. Yeah, a few different uh, uh, opinions about that subject. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh the thing about Ukraine is that it's bound to get into fucking winter, dude. Mm. And winter is a pretty unchill time in that area of the world where it's, it's kind of going to be impossible. It's very chill there. Near cold even. A little, a little too chill. Um, this was the problem. Like the Napoleonic Wars were fought in this region. And like compl- like winter completely fucked him up trying like during his campaign during this time of year. Uh, the same thing happened to Hitler. Yep. Whenever he tried to conquer Russia. I'm sorry, the old Soviet Union, which Ukraine used to be a part of. Mm. Um, and so, like, it, it, it should be kind of, like, this is the time where there's going to be a push. Right. From what I understand of, like, hey, we're going to try to get shit fucking in the next month. We're going to try to get shit done. Mm. And then it's cold. Yeah, we're stopping. We're going to hang out for a while. Yeah. We're just going to stop what we're doing for a bit. Um. So this next month, you you can see some serious escalate uh, um, escalation. Escalation, yes, yes. Um, question: Do you think because because historically Russia's used winter time as the time to push, but also the Ukrainians have been involved in that kind of um, I guess you could say that 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 military tactic of pushing back or at least holding out until winter's over. Cause that was the problem with Hitler, right? Is he tried to attack Stalingrad in the middle of fucking winter and they just held out. But now Russia's the ones that are technically on the offensive, right? Cause they're invading Ukraine. So are they going to make the same mistake that Germany did or are they, going I don't to... think they will. Um, and, and I, and like, I'm not like a super history buff, but I think you're incorrect. Am I okay. about about the push? Um, you can you can hold off uh, an offensive during winter, you know, and like when you think about Stalingrad and shit like that. Yeah, like Stalingrad's a badass fucking story. Yeah, but yeah, um, but as far as like uh, as far as launching an offensive. Pretty much everyone that's ever occurred on either side has failed mm. after the next month or two. Yeah. Interesting. Like, like when you're in winter, hey, just shut it down is the is the best military advice you can give someone yeah. in that region at least. So uh which is to say that, you know, shit could pop off in the next month. Mm very easily trying to get shit done and accomplished and reestablish some lines, reinforce those lines. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Um, I mean, we're pretty much at war, uh, through Ukraine. Like the U S is entirely funding this war. Like if we, if like, if we weren't giving them money and weapons, 
they like this war would already be over. Russia would have crushed the entire country yeah. long ago. So like, we're we're essentially in a full blown proxy war with Russia at this point. Similar, so similar to Bosnia and all that. The problem is that these are white people, mm. and like white people fighting white shit, people. Oh no, shit's gonna stick, dude. I mean, it, yeah, but when it comes to nuclear war, it's like we're we're super close. Yeah, like not not many things have to happen at this point for that to be a real fucking possibility. Yeah. So, um, and it seems to me that with like the development of the hypersonic missiles as well the hypersonic warheads it's changing that mutual destruction right that mutual reassurance you know, that like you know because they can launch missiles now that are faster than say our missiles or somebody else's missiles and so that i'm not sure that's true dude no i think, think it still remains the mutual destruction? i mean i think it still remains mutual destruction no matter what mm -hmm. just because there's so many warheads uh, like nuclear warheads, but um, I think we also have that shit, dude. Like mm. maybe it's maybe it's not as developed or like tested. Well, you know the thing is, you got to look at you got you got to look at how we know about each thing, right? Because it's basically like leaks or press releases that we have this technology. Same with Russia, we have this technology now. It's like, well, they're telling us about that technology, but what do they have? that they're not telling us about, right? Because they're not going to just lay out all their tech that they have, all their abilities and capabilities and stuff. So Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's tactical to, to not share your full capabilities with your enemy, you know? Uh, so, yeah, shit's pretty unchill mm. over there. Um, all the more reason to hold your loved ones a little closer and listen to your favorite podcast <laughs> a little more <laughs> including this one including this one <laughs> i think that's a good spot to cut it out at um we're about that time uh thanks for joining us everyone we really appreciate it we're gonna go out now and talk on the brooch if you'd like to hear this episode of the brooch go check out our patreon at the weasel it's the weasel right not the weasel podcast the weasel uh no idea uh i think it is just the weasel um but again guys uh this is this is a way that we're trying to um build but like continue to, to develop the podcast and we still want to offer the podcast completely for free uh but we want to ha have a little add-on so after this episode ends we're gonna Motherfucker, we're going to keep drinking. Yep. Uh, we're going to go get fucked up on the porch. We're going to get fucked up on the porch, and we're going to have another, let's say, 25 minutes of conversation mm. in which we'll discuss philosophy, uh, any questions you guys might have, any, you know, it's a lot of random nonsense that Mike and wrote down, much less organized. Um, but I think it'll be a good time. And uh, you should come with us to the brooch. Yeah, for sure. Ten dollars a month with Patreon. Um, you know, you get four exclusive episodes a month. 
um, just for that. So, uh, yeah, definitely come on down. Check out our other social meds, Facebook, Weasel Podcast, or no, Weasel Productions, Weasel Family, Instagram, The Weasel Podcast. Check out our YouTube. We've got some clips. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming out today. We got today. clips. We got clips. We got dips. We got strips. Strips of what? I'm not really sure. Okay. Um, but yeah. Cheers, guys. We'll catch you later. Love you, dude. Love you. Bye-bye. Goodbye.